Welcome to GB Mag Chats, and this is a new series we're doing for the show called Legal Surgery. I'm here with Arma from Cranbrook Legal. Arma, do you want to introduce everyone who you are and what you do? Yeah, hi, Kerry. Uh, so my name is Amr. I am uh, the director and solicitor at Cranbrook Legal, and we advise applicants, uh, students, families, business people on how they can migrate to the UK or extend their existing visas in the United Kingdom. It's a bit boring sometimes, but uh, hopefully we'll make this episode uh, as fun as possible. You'll make it fun, I'm sure. We've, we've had previous chats before before we started recording and, and you're great. So okay. yeah, today we are talking about the graduate route visa yeah. and, we're, well, it's more, it's more for me. I do tend to waffle, but we'll keep it to 10 minutes. <laughs> That's the goal. <laughs> That's the goal. So I guess the first question is, can you summarise what a graduate route visa is in a sentence? And then we'll go from there. I thought you were going to say in 10 minutes. I was like thinking, oh, I don't know about that. I'll just um, give you a soapbox for 10 minutes. <laughs> It'll be like a Hyde Park and Speaker's Corner. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, the graduate visa is essentially for students who have completed a master's or a bachelor's, uh, even a PhD, um, and they want to continue residing in the UK and they want to work in the UK. It's a lot less onerous than the skilled worker visa. Uh, the requirements are a lot less. It's a simple, straightforward visa that can be applied for. So it's very attractive to students who are in the UK. Lovely. That's very succinct. I liked that. So if they wanted to, firstly, if they wanted to apply for it, where should we go? Where should someone go to apply for this? The the starting point would be the .gov website. That's where all visa applications are applied for. Mm -hmm. um, there's no uh, specific page that they would need to land on. The easiest way is to literally go into Google search, type in apply for graduate visa, and that will then give you the search results. And you want to click on the .gov website. You don't want to click on any other websites because then you may land at a law firm's website um, and they may be able to assist you. But if you're applying yourself, then yeah, uh, the .gov website is the place to go. And it will helpfully um, give you kind of uh, a breakdown of what you need to provide as well as the application form itself that needs to be completed. Cool. And what is the eligibility for this visa? So in terms of the eligibility requirements for the graduate visa, uh, essentially you just need to demonstrate that you've successfully completed your bachelor's or your master's. That's it. There's no other requirements. There's no maintenance. There's no English language. It's as simple as that. Okay. And you don't even have been awarded the certificate. It's just confirmation from the home office, uh, from the university that you have successfully completed. So it isn't dependent on what kind on what courses you did. No, no. Um, it's literally anything which is an undergrad or a postgrad at university or a higher education institution. Okay. So it's not specific to a specific course. Awesome. So when is the best time to apply for this? So most students will look to be applying for this once they've actually completed their study. So that would probably be in the summer, uh, depending on when your intake has been in terms of your course start dates. But if we go with the general rule, it will probably be around May, June, July, that will be the time that you'll be applying for the graduate visa because that's when you will have completed or successfully completed, hopefully, uh, your course. So there's no um, 
like the student visa, there's no kind of time limit as to specifically when you need to apply. You can apply all year round as long as you've got your visa and you're making a valid application, i.e. in time. Um, the Home Office will be ready to accept that. Something that students will have to bear in mind are the costs of these visas. So could you run down what specific fees or costs will be applicable to the graduate visa? Yep. So as with all visa applications, there is a visa fee. The visa fee for the graduate visa is £715, and that will cover you for the two-year visa. In addition to that, uh, the applicant will have to make a contribution to the NHS through the immigration health surcharge, which is currently at £624 per year of the visa. So that will go to a total of £1,248 over the two years. And those fees will need to be paid at the time you submit the application. Okay. So if someone had a partner or children with them, would they be included in this application or would they need to do something separate? Partners and children can be included as dependents in an application. So the way the visa form is set out is they ask you, do you have any other dependents? So you can list them within the application. For them, you'll have to prove the you have to prove the relationship. So for example, if it's a spouse, you need a marriage certificate. If it's children, you'll need birth certificates. But what's really important to know is, especially with dependents, the home office don't just want to see proof of the relationship in terms of the marriage certificate or the birth certificate. They want to see that the relationship has been ongoing since the marriage happened or since the child was born. So, for example, um, you might have uh, social photographs or selfies. You'll have um, WhatsApp communication to show that the relationship is ongoing because um, the Home Office want to see not just that there is a relationship, but there is an actual meaningful relationship as well. And for kids, um, if you're in the UK especially, um, you might want to include a letter from a GP, uh, which will show or prove that the family are living in one house and letters from schools as well. So I guess after you make that application, what is the process after that? Is there any interviews? Are there any, are there any other parts of the process? Because it's a relatively new visa, the, the visa route and the visa process is a lot more, um, it's a lot better than what it is with some of the other visa applications. So what will happen is you submit the application form online, you'll then enroll your biometrics, upload your documents, and then it's a matter of waiting for a decision from the Home Office. So typically at the moment, the turnaround times are around eight weeks for a decision. Because it's um, a more digital process, sometimes the decisions can come a lot sooner. Um, in terms of the visa that actually gets issued to you, depending on which country you're from, uh, you might get what's known as an e-visa, which is uh, an email from the Home Office with a document confirming that the graduate visa has been granted. But then if you are from another set of countries, uh, they'll give you a physical document like the biometrics residence permit. If you got a response and it turns out you were refused the visa, what other options do students have? So generally speaking, there's no appeal right. where So you can't take the matter to court, but you can challenge by what's known as an administrative review. So essentially, you have a senior caseworker review the decision to see if the initial caseworker made the correct decision or not. So it's another application. There is a, It's time bound, uh, usually either 14 days or 28 days, depending on where you're making the application from. And then it attracts a fee of £80 uh, for each applicant. So then you have to be able to show that the 
caseworker who made the decision made an incorrect decision based on the information and evidence that they had in front of them. So, yay, you've had your visa, you've stayed for two years, happy for you, love it. What can they do afterwards, after the two years? So the first thing is probably get an umbrella because you're going to have a lot more arrangements. <laughs> <laughs> from a visa perspective. So the graduate visa doesn't itself lead to settlement in the UK. So you don't get indefinitely to remain off the back of it. Um, you can switch into other visa categories. So typically, most graduates will look to uh, switch into a skilled worker visa, a health and care visa. If they want to start a business, they may move into an innovator visa. Um, or if they meet someone and, you know, they strike it lucky, um, they may want to move into a spouse-based visa. So there's different options there. Um, the good thing is you don't have to go back to your home country to apply for those further visas. You can apply from within the UK. And the same goes for the graduate visa itself as well. You don't need to return back at the end of your student visa. You can make that application from within the UK as long as you still have a valid visa. Okay, great. Well, I think that covers everything. Thank you so much, Arma, for joining us. Where can people find out potentially more about the visa or about you and Cranbrook Legal? So you can visit us on our website, www.cranbrooklegal.com, or you can, uh, you can send us an email at info at cranbrooklegal.com. And then um, if you mention that you are a GV Mag subscriber, we'll be happy to offer a free consultation to discuss any questions that you have. And remember to quote that you are a subscriber, otherwise you do not get a free consultation. <laughs> Promote us. Um, well, thank you so much. Well, our next legal surgery is about the skilled worker visa. So if you have any questions regarding that, do let us know on our socials or ask Armour, you know. He, he, he can bring them forward. And I'm like, oh, cool. Done some extra homework. But in the meantime, thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you soon. It was my pleasure. Take care.